like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. Today we're going to pick up on part two of a two-part series called Red Flags, Warning Signs, and Intuition, Learning to Trust Your Instincts. Today we're going to focus on submissive slash slaves, people in the S-type. The BDSM lifestyle harbors many dangers. Oddly enough, most people only think about the dangers to submissives or slaves, and they don't think about the dangers present for the dominant. Among the thousands of dedicated, hardworking, honest, and disciplined submissives and slaves, there are those few that pose a danger. There are those that are users, manipulators, liars, gold diggers, wannabes, and scam artists. Unfortunately, sometimes we don't see these individuals for what they truly are until it's too late. Some individuals are under the impression that all it takes to be a submissive is to sit pretty and say, yes, master, or yes, mistress. There's a lot more to being a submissive or slave that just, uh, than just knowing what to say or how to look good. Being a submissive is something that is deep within you. It's the core of your very nature. The idea of service is a dream, or better yet, a fantasy that you hold dear to your heart. Being a slave is taking the idea of submission and living the fantasy. There are many types of slaves and submissives, just as there are many different types of dominance. Here are a few that may pose a problem to a lover, sorry, to a loving and trusting dominant. A cyber sub. This is someone who's gained most of his or her experience from the internet. He or she is normally has little to no real life experience. The professional victim. This is someone that spends a great deal of time making others feel sorry for them. They're always telling others about how they were abused or victimized by someone. One thing that we've noticed with this individual is that they never take responsibility for every for anything. It's always someone else's fault. They will knowingly put themselves in danger or in situations where there is sure to be a problem and then blame the other person. They never learn from their mistakes, mainly because they don't want to. They love the pity parties and the attention. The showpiece submissive. This is someone that thinks the only thing they need to do is look good. They can't scrub the floors because they might mess up their manicure. They can't take out the trash because it smells funny and it'll make them smell funny too. This is an individual that will wear the most dazzling leather outfit to the club, but refuse to seem because it might mess up his or her hair. This person will spend hours at the gym, in the tanning salon, as well as spend their entire paycheck on clothes. This individual is into BDSM mainly because of the really cool outfits, and he or she just looks so damn good in leather. 
the fetish freak submissive. This is someone that is just into kink. Any kink, all kinks, if it's strange and unusual, they like it. They have a tendency to try something for a while and then move on to the next new kink. These individuals are out for the thrill. They love the shock factor and they'll try anything once, maybe twice, just to make sure they really didn't like it. They have a tendency to find a dominant and make a big show of commitment, but leave him or her when a new freakier friend shows up. The gold digger sub. This is someone that'll be the perfect slave or submissive as long as the dominant's willing to pay the way. He or she will do anything the dominant wants, but if the money runs out, they're out the door. This person chooses their dominant carefully. They'll come into the relationship with the full knowledge that they plan to be spoiled. The minute they enter the dominant's life, the sub will expect him or her to flip the bill for anything. New clothes, car payments, manicures, the list never stops. They'll insist that they live with the dominant. They also very seldom have an outside job. And this excuse is quite simple. If they worked outside the home, then they would not have time to serve their dominant. The excuse sub. This is somebody that has an excuse for anything. This person may or may not do what you ask. And if not, you can bet your bottom dollar there's a good excuse for why they didn't do what you asked them to. They border on what we would call lazy. They're artists at getting out of doing anything. If you desperately need something done, then you better find somebody else to do it. The legal eagle sub. This is someone that will report you to the authorities at the drop of a hat. The submissive, in air quotes, may agree to scene with you, talk about everything that you plan to do, and agree to it. Then the next day, they take themselves to the emergency room and claim that you abused them, or worse, that you raped them. This individual is dangerous not only to those involved with them, but to BDSM lifestyle in general. It's this individual that will go on to the press or police and tell everything they know about anyone they know. The everyday thief. This is somebody that will work their way into your life, and just when you've earned their trust, they'll rob you blind. It may be slow and subtle at first, a few dollars here and there, and if found out, there is always a reasonable explanation. However, if not caught soon enough, this sub will wipe you out and leave you terribly leave you a terribly bitter taste in your mouth for quite some time. Now, these are just some examples of different types of undesirable slave slash subs. These examples are by no means the majority of individuals. In fact, they're probably more closely a minority in our lifestyle. All submissives and slaves are unique, and it's this uniqueness that makes them interesting. However, if you believe an individual you're involved with may fit into one of these categories that we just discussed, then perhaps you should look into reevaluating your relationship with them. <coughs> Excuse me. When we are in a relationship, we tend to overlook many warning signs. Although in retrospect, we can see clearly what was once oblivious to our minds. I like to put it this way. When you're wearing rose-colored glasses, you can't see red flags. All the red flags just look like flags. 
So just as we did in the last episode when we went through dominance, here are questions that you should ask yourself and remember to answer them honestly. When you've finished, go back, look at the questions again. Also look at the way you answered them. Does the submissive demand expensive gifts? Does the submissive get overly emotional when they don't get his or her way? Does the submissive demand all of your time, not allowing you to spend time with friends or family? Does the submissive threaten to leave you whenever you tell them no? Does the submissive demand your attention, even when you are too tired or too sick to do as they wish? Does the submissive spend an unusual amount of time preening or looking at him or herself in the mirror? Does the submissive constantly beg for new clothes, new shoes, jewelry, or gifts? Does the submissive frequently compare you with other relationships uh, that they have had? Have you caught, your, caught the submissive in a lie? Has the submissive ever made you feel guilty about questioning his or her actions? Has the submissive ever used tears to influence your actions? Has the submissive ever told you that you are ugly or criticized you about your appearance? Has the submissive ever told you that he or she didn't wish to be seen publicly with you? When you're at a group function, does the submissive wander off the minute he or she steps into the door? Has the submissive ever told you to shut up? Has the submissive ever cussed you out or yelled at you? Has the submissive ever refused to have physical relations with you just to get back at you for something? Has the submissive ever threatened to have you arrested? Has the submissive ever called the police on you? Has the sub ever made you feel guilty about asking them to do minor housework? Has the submissive ever made up stories about you or told others that uh, things that should be kept within the relationship? Have you ever had, um, had to do without something just to be able to buy the sub something they want? This doesn't include basic needs. Have you ever felt like the sub is hiding something important? Have you ever come home unexpected and found the sub missing when he or she finally shows up, they're unwilling to tell you where they were? Have you ever dreaded talking to the sub because you honestly didn't want to get into a fight? Have you ever dreaded coming home because of the submissive? Have you been depressed or anxious since the submissive has become part of your life? Have you found things missing un unexpectedly? Have you noticed unusual charges on your credit cards or, uh, or things associated with your checking account? Has the sub ever struck you, uh, sorry, struck out at you and attempted any form of physical violence against you? Has the sub ever demanded to know where you are or called to check up on you? Has the sub ever nagged you to do something? Have others told you that your slave or sub has behaved in an unacceptable manner in their presence? Does the sub frequently make excuses for not getting something done, even if they know it's important? Has the sub ever betrayed your trust? Has the sub ever threatened to commit suicide? just to get their way. Does the sub participate in illegal activities? This includes the use of illegal drugs. Does the submissive drink to excess or drink often? Does the sub quit talking to you or ignore you as a means of punishing you?
Does the submissive get jealous whenever others are around? Have you ever felt lonely even when you're with your submissive? Have you ever avoided asking the submissive to do something just because it would be easier to do it yourself? Has the submissive refused to speak about his or her past? When questioned, does he or she avoid giving prompt, thorough answers? Does the submissive get upset if he or she is not considered the center of attention? Does the submissive seem to spend your money faster than you can make it? Have you ever second-guessed your decision to get into the relationship? Has the submissive ever begged or coerced you into doing something that you're not interested in doing? Has the submissive ever asked you to cross your own personal limits or boundaries? Does the submissive constantly want to know where you were or where you're going? Did the sub beg you to be his or her dominant after only knowing them for a short time? Did the submissive start following you around, joining groups that you belong to, even getting a job where you work before you were in a permanent relationship? Does the submissive make you feel uneasy at times? Now, these questions are designed to range in a wide variety of areas and severities. Read them uh, or go back and listen to them uh, carefully. Remember that everything is relative. If the submissive got upset with you and pouted for a little while, it's probably okay. If he or she has thrown a fit and refused to talk to you for a week, then you probably need to reevaluate your current relationship. Look at your combination of answers. Did you answer yes to those involving control or discipline issues? Perhaps all that's necessary is a reassertion of who is the dominant in your relationship. Perhaps you're plagued by inconsistencies. You need to um, become more consistent in, in your um, identity. If you've answered yes to issues that involve high emotions, financial or legal issues, then perhaps you need to take a step back and look at things a little closer. Every BDSM relationship is different, just as every dominant master or mistress is different. different. We all expect something different from our submissive or slave. However, when we get into a relationship with another individual, normally we take the time to examine what the identity of each individual will be. Some relationships allow a great deal of independence and flexibility. Others are structured and demand obedience. Neither is wrong by any means, but they're, they're just different. The main issue is whether or not the relationship that we find ourselves in is the same one we agreed to. As a dominant, are you getting everything out of the relationship that you expected to have? Do you question your sub's loyalty, honesty, or integrity? Um, There are some individuals out there that will seek out others to use, manipulate, abuse, or take advantage of, um, both in BDSM as well as in vanilla relationships. So don't think that this is common only to the BDSM culture. Being a submissive or a slave takes honor, loyalty, service, obedience, integrity, intelligence, and a bit of an open mind. There's no room for greed, for laziness, for ego, jealousy, dishonesty, threats, or secrets.
we found in our experience that a good submissive or good slave is worth their weight in gold. At times, you probably wouldn't know what to do without them. So, this was an article that we drew this from. It was originally written in hopes of educating individuals and perhaps sparing some a little bit of pain. As always, this is merely... Um, you know, some opinion. So please take from it what you can use and ignore the rest. If you feel the relationship that you're in is unhealthy or dangerous, perhaps you should step back and reevaluate. Maybe put the BDSM part of your relationship on hold and look at the different types of limits and boundaries that you that you have and and give everybody time to get therapy or mentoring to grow. It takes a lot of maturity. Um, even in a caregiver little situation where someone is regressed or someone is, um, is more childlike, it's still an adult relationship and it still requires the submissive, the little involved to be a mature adult. So it still requires quite a bit of maturity to be in a submissive relationship at all. Uh, I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining us for this BDSM United podcast, a very important podcast uh, today. And you can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. It was a joy speaking with you and bringing this to you today. And I'll talk with you again soon.